The fact that we see, you know, bulletproof doors so that basically uh, they can fight behind them and cut them off uh, just shows how much thought has gone in to the, this subterranean warfare. This is a covered tunnel. It's part of the same floor and it slides down here so nobody can find it. My name's uh, Colonel Hamish Breton Gordon. I was a British Army officer for 25 years and have been working on the battlefields of the world uh, for the last 35 years. And today we are going to be looking at the Hamas tunnels under Gaza and under hospitals and schools where it would appear Hamas are hiding and launching a lot of their strikes um, against the Israelis. The uh, complex of tunnels uh, under Gaza are well documented, hundreds of miles of them, and they are very comprehensive, very well built uh, with all the facilities you would expect above ground. Obviously, it's very difficult, um, even with the most sophisticated surveillance assets available to track people down when they're underground. Added on top of that, many of the command posts for Hamas appear to be under schools and hospitals, um, and they are using the civilians above them uh, as shields. We can see the ventilation air that was done improvisedly to this area, and we can see infrastructures that was built in here, toilets, shower, a small kitchen. The tunnel network under Gaza is very comprehensive. Some of these tunnels are big enough to drive trucks through, and others are so small that you can just about squeeze through. Um, but as we see from the video, they are very well constructed, you know, up to 20 feet deep, some even deeper. So they will not be affected by uh, bombs, even precision guide bombs that, that sort of tunnel their way underground and, and then explode. We see that they have um, uh, bathrooms, uh, electricity, running water, kitchens. You know, this is something that is not, you know, not new. This has taken a long time to build and prepare. And here we see diapers and we see, I don't know, maybe something. We see diapers. There seems to be no reason that there would be nappies and apparel for looking after babies underground when there's a perfectly good hospital, you know, above ground where they would be far uh, better looked after and, you know, far happier. So, you know, to, it would seem the only reason to keep babies underground is to keep them out of sight of the public. This is a suspicion for an area where hostages were being held. So, yeah, that would sort of kind of suggest what the IDF spokesman is saying is true here. You're now entering into the room where we suspect the hostages were being held. You then look at the other stuff, you know, the hostage room um, and, and the makeup of it. You know, it's it, it's not as though the IDF could have, you know, quickly configured this themselves. Um, you know, this is something that would appear to have been there for some time and would appear to suggest that hostages, you know, have been kept in that area. In this room, there is a list. This list in Arabic, in Arabic, this list says we are in an operation. The operation against Israel started in the 7th of October. This is a guardian list where every terrorist writes his name 
And every terrier has his own shift, guarding the people that were here. Uh, you then look at the weaponry array down there, uh, and you know the weaponry again. You know is you know this is not Israeli weaponry. This is Hamas weaponry, suicide vests, AK-47s, RPGs. These are the weapons of Hamas, not the Israelis. So I think when you put all that together, um, it's a pretty compelling uh, description of, you know, something dreadful. And then we have the RPGs. People shooting RPGs from hospitals. This is Hamas firing RPGs for hospitals. The world has to understand who is Israel fighting against. And, some, and would appear that hostages... Uh, probably adults and babies have been kept under this hospital, um, no doubt to protect the Hamas um, fighters who are holding them there, um, and also to keep them out of sight of, of any of the Israeli Defense Force who are trying to liberate them. And in this basement, we found a motorcycle. They were all used in the massacre of the 7th of October. They even have bullets. Well, at this point in the video, we're seeing a, a motorcycle which allegedly was used in the massacre uh, on the 7th of October. Now, you know, one cannot absolutely confirm that this is the case, but we do know in that massacre um, a large amounts of, um, of motorbikes were used, other vehicles, uh, even powered sort of hang gliders uh, to attack a very sophisticated uh, operation. So... It is, it is quite possible that this bike uh, was used, um, obviously recovered back to Gaza. Um, and, uh, you know, it is quite possible that this is a relic from that uh, massacre on the 7th of October. So they came back from the massacre on the 7th of October into Rantisi Hospital with hostages on a motorcycle. We're still researching this. Yards from here, we find the chair, a woman, clothes, and a rope, a rope next to the legs. I would like to see the international community get involved. Um, I'm sure the Israelis would allow um, the sick and injured, particularly children, to be evacuated if the international community would help. And that's where the humanitarian causes come in. You know, there are British Navy and American Navy hospital ships just sitting off the coast, a few miles off the coast. There are also loads of helicopters on these um, vessels. You know, I would like to see the humanitarian pause and, and Britain and America and the UN get these civilians out of these hospitals and onto these hospital ships. Um, to me, that would seem to be a really demonstrative way. You know, all this calls for a ceasefire, you know, it's, it's never going to happen. For a ceasefire, you need both sides to negotiate. And it's quite clear that Hamas are not going to negotiate, not going to go for a ceasefire. But, you know, a humanitarian pause to get the sick and injured out. And with the assets available just off the coast of Gaza, uh, that is what I'd like to see. The UN, the UK and the US particularly use those assets to save a lot of those injured civilians who could be treated on these hospital ships. But, um, you know, people should be under absolutely no impression that these 
Hamas terrorists are, you know, are, are, are absolutely the scum of the earth and as evil can be. We all want to see the fighting stop as soon as possible. We all want to see humanitarian aid in there as soon as possible. But, you know, it's it's Hamas that are in the way of this happening. Um, and one would hope that people will see through that. And as soon as they are defeated, then the humanitarian aid can get back in there and the international community can help rebuild Gaza.